You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com slash Audible. I love the word free. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can get them from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hi, everybody on Instagram. Greetings. And hi, everybody listening to this podcast uh, via iTunes. Um, I'm doing a double thing here, so I'm getting back on Instagram uh, TV and, and also recording this next podcast, which is Lynn Quickie. Uh, and this one, this podcast is so near and dear to my heart because it's on, remember that great book I told you guys uh, to read that I read like twice, The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. He's written a couple of books, but um, the, the premise of it is surrender to life. Don't try to control things ask for what you want, but surrender and see what happens. And I recently did that big time. As you guys may know, um, I got married recently, like 31 days ago. (laughs) And that whole process was about surrendering. And I didn't even really realize it. All I knew was I wanted to be happy. I wanted to do things differently. And I kept getting an opportunity over and over again to surrender and do things differently. So it's a Lynn Quickie, so I'm going to tell the story quickly because everybody always asks me, oh my God, how'd you meet? Oh, you, you eloped. How did that happen? Tell me everything. So um, the headline is we got married uh, January 1st on a ski mountain in northern Arizona at sunrise on the first day of a new decade. Just us. With an officiant we did not know. With three photographers we never met. And I used to make up artists I never met either. So that's way different. The whole thing happened, um, started happening when I let go of my picture. I've always been like, like a lot of people, you know, concerned about the frame and not about the actual picture, the content itself. Concerned about how things look, concerned about what other people think of me, concerned about pleasing other people, which is the frame. Does not work, does not bring you happiness. It's how I made mistakes in the past. So I was very, very conscious in in this relationship I have been um, to be my authentic self, which is different, and keep practicing, focusing on the picture itself, the content, instead of how things appear. So we knew we wanted to get married. Uh, We had been dating over uh, two years. We knew we wanted to get married for sure. Um, We talked about it many months ago. Um, you know, there are moments in your relationship where you're like, oh yeah, that's my guy. Well, I had many of those, but we actually had, you know, a serious conversation. So, um, and we knew that we each wanted to do things differently since this isn't our first rodeo. Um, so we just started talking about it. You know, it's not really romantic, you know, maybe romance for a lot of girls. We think like it's, you talk about getting married and then you hope he asks you and then you hope he picks out the right ring that you want. And, you know, you hope he makes his big to do with, you know, asking you to marry him in Paris or like, you know, some beautiful, you know, airplane banner sign that says, marry me, Lynn, you know, um, and those things are really awesome and wonderful, but they don't have to be for you. And, and I, for me, that isn't 
romance for me, romance is really expressing what each other wants. Uh, so that's what we did. We did everything backwards. <laughs> we had this very grown up decision. Yeah. We want to get married. Yeah. We don't want to tell anybody about it. And especially I didn't want to tell anybody about it because I know one of my weaknesses is I, um, I ask too many people's opinions and I get swayed easy instead of like focusing and meditating on what I want, what's in my heart, what's in my head, what's in my gut. So that was the first step of doing things differently, making my own decisions. So yeah, like many months ago, we decided number one, we were going to get married. And number two, we decided, well, we want to do things differently. What are we going to do? And uh, my habit is always to plan, produce, right? Force things. That's been my pattern. So I just put it out in the universe. I'm like, well, whatever happens, happens. And I'm sure something new will pop up. So we went to Vegas months ago and I was like, oh, we've got married in Vegas. And then we were both like, no, that's so cheesy and it's weird. And it just, it didn't feel right again, you know? So, okay, I let that go. And I was like, I'm sure it'll work out. It'll, something will pop up, you know? Again, that was totally new for me instead of like, we got to sit down and plan to produce this. So, um, you know, I looked at my vacation and I had asked off, I was already going to be on vacation to see my sister out in Northern Arizona. I asked this for this time off like 10 months ago. And he, my now husband is a firefighter and he can, it's complicated, but he didn't have that week off from work. And I was like, okay, well, you know, it's too bad. It's unfortunate. You know, you can't come with me, but you know, I'll have a good time. And, and then all of a sudden we both were like, wouldn't it be great to get married? Because we both love skiing. We never ski together. Wouldn't it be great to get married like elope and on a the first day of the new decade at the break of dawn outside on a ski mountain. That'd be awesome. We're both like, yeah, well, he didn't have the time off and I didn't know anybody. How am I going to orchestrate this? You know, it was was sick. We agreed on that six weeks before January 1st. So then I was like, well, you know, you see if you can get the time off and I'll see if I can, you know, find people to help us get married. And I just went online and I was really relaxed about it. Again, I was surrendering like, well, whatever is meant to be is meant to be. I'll do the work. I'll ask the universe for what I want. Help me find a good officiant. If it's meant to be, I'll find somebody great. If not, not. So I found three. One was weird. One, uh, two people didn't call me back right away. And another one did. And I liked her website and I liked how she emailed me. I liked how she corresponded. And I felt this I know it's so cheesy, but I felt this connection with her. And I was like, oh my God, I found an officiant. This is really amazing. Like in four days, I found her. Um, and then next thing you know, he got the time off from work. And, and although it wasn't that quick, you know, it was, he had to find somebody to work from New Year's Day and like, who wants to do that? But it worked out. I, he got the time off. And then I, 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 um, Everybody always asked me, how'd you find your officiant? Cause she was amazing. It was like, it was like a stroke of luck. I don't know. She like showed up on, on the internet and she wasn't just this, you know, person who was like, meet me on the side of the mountain and Venmo me. She gave us homework. She gave us questionnaire, 30 question questionnaire to fill out. And I was like, oh my God, he's never going to fill that out. Uh, but you know, I'll just ask for what you want. Okay. I'd like us both to fill this out. She said, oh, you can only, you can do 15 if you, you don't have to do all 30. Um, so I was practicing letting him do his thing. You know, if he wasn't going to do it, he wasn't going to do it. I'm like, be okay with it, Lynn. You're you, you're type A, <laughs> finish everything in like two minutes. Um, so I was letting that go while well, that was cooking. Um, I was like, okay, well, let me find some photographers. So I asked the, the, 
officiant. Who does she recommend? And she gave me three people and two were in. Eh. And then one, I went on her, their website. I was like, oh my God, it's a husband wife. I really like that. Again, that feeling. I was like, yeah, I liked how they corresponded. I liked their pictures and, and the price was right. And, and they were available. New Year's morning, 645. Will you meet me on the side of a mountain? Yes. Wow. So that was done. That was amazing. And then I was like, hmm, I think I need my makeup done. I want to look cute. I can do my own makeup, but what is it that I really want? So I told the universe, I'm like, I, I think I want my hair and makeup done. So I found Northern Arizona Glam Squad and I emailed them and I like a response back like in two days or less. And it took them a little while to respond. It was like three days, four days. And I was getting up tight. And every time I got up tight, I said to myself, relax go to the positive. You know how to do your makeup. You can do this yourself. You can look cute yourself. You don't, you know, don't force it. So, and eventually she emailed me back and I booked her. And then again, fear would come up again. I'm like, oh, what if she does a terrible job? And I would just calm myself down. Well, just go slow with makeup. And if she does not a great so job, book her well in advance that you can fix it that morning, you know, that you get married. So again, it was I was asking the universe for what I wanted, and then I was surrendering to what was. It was constant. So back to the questionnaire. I filled out my questionnaire for the, that the officiant gave us in like, you know, two days. Remember, we haven't told anybody we were getting married yet at this point. So I wanted to, I, again, my habit is to like, you know, control, try to control. And because I, I have fear, you know, like everybody does. So I, <laughs> I watched myself wanting to nag him. Did you fill out the questionnaire? You know, we got to do this. And uh, I did it. And eventually he did it. He did like almost all the questions, like 20 of the questions. And I, again, every time I let go, something great happened. Uh, I felt better mainly. And then I said, okay, I'm going to keep practicing saying what I want. I said, okay, I want us to personalize our vows because I'm a writer. And I want it at the very end of the vows that we picked, I want us to each to write something to each other. In my head, I was like, he's never going to do it. He's not a writer. He's like a guy guy, doesn't express, express deeply as I do, <laughs> but he does express, but not, you know, we're not the same person. So I found myself getting anxious about that. I'm like, when I was writing my, my vows, I was thinking, oh, he's never going to write his. <laughs> it was fear coming up. And then I have to, I'd have to relax myself and tell myself, like, this guy is like the bomb diggity. Like, so what? He's not like you. Isn't that why you love him and you're going to marry him? Yes. Yes, Lynn, I would say to myself. So I let go of that. I didn't nag. You know, I didn't try to control. I was getting so many opportunities to practice that and to practice saying what I wanted and not to nag and not to control, to surrender. So another thing I asked for, I'm like, okay, well, I, I want to, I want to be my authentic self. So I want, so I went to my, I said, by the way, in addition to the personal vows, you know, we need to give each other a gift on our wedding day for each other. And he's like, well, we got rings, you know? And I said, well, but I want you to give me something. I'll give it as if a $7 pair of underwear from Target that I can wear under my dress that day. I want us to exchange each other. I want us to give each other gifts. And because, you know, I secretly wanted to give him cufflinks so he can wear that day. And they're really nice. And, you know, I don't know. I am thoughtful. <laughs> One of the positive things about myself. So anyway, um, but then I really, I never expected him to give me anything. Cause he was like, Oh yeah. Or you have to give each other gifts. He, he, I don't know if he was acting like he forgot or, but I truly thought he forgot. So fast forward, we told our parents, we told our kids, but I still felt guilty. I was like, guilt would come up again, wanting to please others. 
I wanted, I was like, oh my God, what if I don't tell my friends and we get married and they find out on social media, they're going to hate me. They've been so supportive my whole life. I love every one of them. I don't want to let anybody down. I want everybody to like me. I don't want to hurt anybody. So I just kept reminding myself, do what you want to do. Horses that race on in races, right? They have those blinders on and just stay. I always try to tell myself to stay on your course. Don't look back. Don't look left, right. Just stay on the course. The course is we wanted to elope. We wanted to get married and make it special and about our love and about us. Period. The end. Not the frame. Pleasing others. How did things look? So, uh, I got to practice that a lot. I wanted to tell my friends, I wanted to say, please don't let me, please don't let me. So I worked out a compromise for myself. I said to myself, well, we'll FaceTime my friends, our friends right after, and then we'll post on social media. So they know how special they are to us. So anyway, fast forward to, we did, we did everything backwards. We talked a few months ago, we're going to get married. Then we got rings and I picked out exactly what I wanted. I didn't, wasn't that girl who was like, oh, I want you to pick it out. No, I wanted to pick it out. Um, and then I said to him, I'm like, you know, you st- you've got to propose. I'm not going to marry you unless you propose. But yet he couldn't propose too much in advance because I can't be walking around with a ring because we wanted to elope. We wanted to surprise it to be a surprise and about us. So I just, I just, I did, I get My mouth wanted to open like, are you going to propose? <laughs> so I, I, constantly zipping it, zipping it. And, and even my mom was like, are you going to say yes? Did he propose? Yet? <laughs> she was like, you know, giving me a chance to practice too. So I just let that go. I didn't nag it and bring it up. I, I just, practice surrendering and eventually proposed. And it was really beautiful and sweet and amazing. It was like the day before we left. So, um, we had to fly out on new year's Eve day before new year's Eve that night. And we had to get a marriage license on new year's Eve. Like courthouses were open new year's Eve and that's it. And I was worried about flights cause it's all the way out West and, and you know, it's the holidays. And I was thinking, oh my, fear came up. Oh my God, what if we miss our flight or what if our flight is delayed? We, can't go to the courthouse and get our marriage license on New Year's Eve. I want to get, we won't get married on New Year's Day. And I just talked myself off the ledge again, surrendering like, well, if you, oh, well then, you know, if you don't get married on New Year's Day, it's not meant to be. It's okay. Life goes on. You still have the good things in life, which is love, relationships, health. So it was constantly surrendering, constantly surrendering. And so eventually, yeah, fast forward, we, we, our flight was fine. You know, we, told our parents, we told our kids. Those are the core people we wanted to tell. I got my dress. I got my, I, I hired the makeup artist. I, you know, I, we, I got my flowers. I packed everything. We got our ski clothes because we wanted to ski right after. I knew exactly, we both knew exactly how we wanted our day to go. We wanted to get married at the crack at sunrise. We wanted to change the ski clothes and ski all day and be us. You know, that's who we are. That's like us to a T. So, that's what happened. We got our marriage license and it was so adorable. People, I, I, you know, it's not our first rodeo. So you would think like, well, you know, what's so Gucci Gucci about it, but it was just, everything was amazing. It was like, I felt so in the moment and not distracted by anything or anybody. I got to feel really what it feels like to prepare to get married and to be married. So when we got our marriage license we took pictures and we were like, Oh my God, we're both like two little kids. And then we went to this New Year's Eve party and I was like, oh my God, I have to get up at 3.30 in the morning. This woman's coming to do my makeup at 3.30 in the morning. We cannot stay out late. And he's like, no, let's celebrate. Let's, it's New Year's Eve one last time, 2019. The last time, you know, we'll be single, single. So we did. We went out. It was amazing. Everything about it was exactly what we wanted. 
again, not having to, to please anybody. And so, yeah, we went out and, and I set my alarm for three in the morning. And I was like, what if this, again, fear came up. What if this woman, the makeup artist doesn't show up at three thirty? Oh my God. And then I was like, well, you'll do your own makeup. You're going to look great. You're going to look great anyways. You're going to look great. You're going to get married. You're going to feel wonderful. Ding dong. 3.30 came. She was right there. No problem. And she did a great job. You know, I just, I made her go slow, just want, like I wanted. And my hair wasn't perfect. You know, I'm very, very picky with my hair. And I was like, I told her, I said, you know, I'll just redo it. I'll just tweak it when you leave. I didn't lie. And I didn't, you know, I wasn't complaining. Uh, but the makeup was amazing and she was on time and she left. And then again, back to the picture. I'm like, Oh, I have my dress on and I don't want him to see me, even though we're driving to the mountain at the same time. And sure enough, I'm like getting finishing touches in the bathroom. And he's like, Lynn, I need you to help me with these cufflinks. He comes storming in the bathroom. I'm like, Oh my God, you're not supposed to see me. Get out. But then I was like, surrender. He saw you already. He's going to see you in 20 minutes in the car. Like, let it go. So I surrendered to that. <laughs> then, then we get in the car and it's, by the way, at 13 degrees. We, get, we had to be in the car at, um, we had to be in the mountain at 645. So I think we got in the car at 530. And my sister's cat got out because we were staying at her place. She wasn't there. And the cat gets out. And it was just so funny. I'm in the car with my big old wedding dress on waiting for him to close the garage door. And he's chasing this cat around 13 degree weather with snow up to his ankles in a wedding tux screaming, you effing cat, come It was hysterical. It was very funny. So I just, I laughed. Instead of getting nervous, like, oh my God, he's upset. This is a terrible way to start a wedding. I looked at the humor, again, surrendering. And it was pretty funny. <laughs> funny because it wasn't me. And anyway, so we drove to the mountain. Everything was perfect. I mean, I, you know, I just, it was perfect because I kept surrendering and telling myself, even if it's not perfect, it's perfect. So whatever is meant to be is your wedding day and that's perfect. So relax. And we got there and the, the, oh, let me back up one key thing too. Three days before we left, I said to myself, I think I want a videographer. <laughs> then I asked the photographer, I said, can you, can you, can I put my phone? Cause there's not going to be anybody in the audience on it, on a tripod. Can you mind, you know, holding it? And she's like, no, we're going to be busy walking around you. It's going to be super cold. You know, you have to find a videographer. So I found this videographer three days prior. And, um, she also wasn't very responsive text wise. And I was like, this woman's never going to show up. She showed up. And she was amazing. Anyway, so we get there, we walk to the mountain and we see the officiant. I felt like we really knew her because, you know, we had done so much work with her and her homework uh, via email. So we get there and there's two photographers, one, they're both still photographers and one, you know, the, the videographer, she was great. And the officiant. And it was amazing. What was great about, let me take the best part. It was like, okay, so we do our, we do our, you know, she, we, we, we already knew the script of the, of the, um, of the, uh, ceremony, how it would go, but except for the vows, right? So, you know, the vision's talking, we're there. And I just felt really in the moment, even though it was like, it was like out of body again, experience, out of body feeling. You've ever felt that? Um, so she's talking that and we get to the vows and she's like, okay, now Michael, you know, it's, you know, it's time for your vows. And I'm expecting like nothing. Uh, I was expecting like his regular vows, which I knew he was going to say to me. And he starts and he brings out this piece of paper and he's like, hello, beautiful. And I was like, that's not in the script. And I turned to him. I turned to the, the photographers and only three people there in the mountain. I go, did you write something? Oh my God. He wrote, he wrote the most amazing vows. He's crying. He 
he's and he's quiet and he's emotional. And I know this sounds so sappy, but when he was reading his vows, I was looking in his eyes. I wasn't crying at all, which is highly unlike me. I felt like I could see his soul. I felt like, oh my God, like I'm a root, he's a root, and we're wrapped together. It was like amazing. I was like, damn it. And they were so good. Uh, And he meant it. And when I get overwhelmed with emotion, I laugh. So I'm starting to laugh and he's crying. And it was just, I mean, it was, and then I went to read my vows and I'm like, my God, my vows are so shitty. I mean, they're so ordinary. Maybe I should put more time into it. So I was judging myself. But anyway, and I was nervous. I don't, I wasn't nervous. I was, it was, I was, I was filled with stuff. So I read my vows and I felt so uh, connected to him, which is what you're supposed to feel in a wedding, right? I wasn't thinking about anything else. I wasn't distracted by anybody else. And it was amazing. And I read my vows and she's the deficient said other things. And then we went to kiss and I was just like, mm-hmm. it was the bomb, like a true connection, like never forget. And when we look at the video, like I I'm so glad we had the video because I get to relive that feeling again, because there are certain things that you forget about. Again, it was 13 degrees, but he just really surprised me. What really surprised me was again, surrendering. Surrender brings you peace. Oh my God, I forgot one of the most important things. So back to, you need to give me something. The day before we got married, we got our, um, um, we got our uh, marriage license, right? We were going to go do something, whatever. And, and I was like, I was feeling like I want to control, I want to control, I want to control. So I was trying to make myself feel better because I thought for sure he was not going to give me anything. So I went to him and I was like, look, I know you didn't give me anything and it's okay. So again, I was, I couldn't zip my, you know? Um, and he said, oh, really? You sure I didn't get you anything? And I was like, Ugh. I go, I, I would bet my life on it. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. And he takes out this envelope with like this little pouch. And he takes out this necklace, this beautiful turquoise opal necklace. It's called opal turquoise or turquoise opal. And he holds up the necklace and he starts crying again. Sorry, honey, you did. Oh my God, it was amazing. And I was like, what's happening? And he said, <laughs> he said, I bought, he said, I bought this 10 years ago uh, when I was first single. And I said, this is going to be for the woman of my dreams, the right woman. And I never found the right woman and I'm giving it to you. I want you to have it. Oh my God. All I got him was cufflinks. So again, I, when I surrendered, like beautiful came back to me, amazing, bountiful gifts came to me and damn man, I've just, I've just, I, I'm still amazed by everything. Like I, I, it, I feel like life showed me that again, it wasn't so much about getting married. It was about again, practicing, letting life happen, being happy, being present, being connected, being true to yourself. So that's how I got married. And I'm still practicing surrendering every single day. It'd be nice if I got it. I'd like to be a Buddhist monk, but I don't see that happening. Although it could, you know, miracles happen. Um, but I encourage everybody out there too to practice surrendering. And you tell me if you experiment on surrendering, how it goes, because I'd love to hear about it. So there you go. That's my link quickie on surrendering. And so now I'm a missus. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you next time. And remember, there's nothing we can't talk about. 
A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.